Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 13th of October, 2023. Game number one of the season is now in the books. The Flyers come away with a 4-2 win. They open the season doubling up the Columbus Blue Jackets, who they outshot 37-33 in the game. And they get some timely scoring. They answer a Columbus goal rather well. They get uh, good contributions from two guys in Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson, who returned to the lineup. Every player on the team, every skater, ended up with a shot on goal. And even the goaltender ended up with a helper. Carter Hart with the apple on Cam Atkinson's empty net goal. All it adds up to is a 4-2 win over Columbus in a game, frankly, that didn't look sloppy, didn't look like early season hockey. It looked pretty well-structured and well-executed and well-played. Special teams, there was no power play goals on either side. There was no penalty kills, got the job done. Look, teams haven't worked on the PK a whole, or the power play rather, a whole heck of a lot at this point. But usually the power play, you know, maybe can be ahead of the, the PK, or in this case, it was the PK that was ahead of the power play. So the Flyers get a 4-2 win. They come off a really strong performance. And there's a few guys in particular that I want to talk about in this episode of Flyers Daily. And first and foremost, I want to talk about Carter Hart because we've talked about you know, what he did last year after playing no preseason games the entire last season. He started out the year with a record of 7-0-2 in his first nine games with a 946 save percentage. And last night in the game against Columbus, he was not extravagant. He was not making these dynamic, crazy saves. That's because he never put himself in a position to have to. He saw 33 shots. He made 31 saves. One of them came with the goaltender pull when Patrick Laine scored. And he comes away with a 939 save percentage and an assist. I thought he was really just sharp in the game. And the reason why I think that he didn't get himself any of those highlight reel saves is because he never got himself out of position. The hallmark of his game is being under control, reading plays, and not overplaying you know, opposition uh, you know, chances. So he's staying on his edges. He's being patient and reading plays properly. And he did it once again, you know, absorbing pucks, not giving up rebounds. There was a rebound on the first goal, a bit of a breakdown in the D zone coverage as the Flyers were in the midst of a change uh, when Columbus got the game tied. You know, the, they get the game tied at 824 of the first. Jake Bean picks up the goal kind of all alone by himself after a rebound. And there was really no flyer there to defend it and you know they get that one on him and then line a gets the one with the empty netter with an absolutely beautiful shot from a very high danger spot but carter hart i thought looked incredibly sharp he's been an underplayed storyline all through camp and i just think that he looks really dialed in i mentioned this on one of the opening shift episodes recently that he just looked very calm you know what his game looks to me more like? It looks more mature. We've seen this maturation process of him ever since he made his debut, I guess now, what, five years ago? We've seen this maturation of his game, and I think we're seeing another step in the maturation of Carter Hart's game. So that's a really good thing. 
I know he had the gaffe of playing the puck in a preseason game, and that's clearly never going to be a huge. He's never going to be Carey Price or Martin Brodeur or Pekka Rene when handling the puck. But he made a really good decision with the goaltender pulled for Columbus to read the situation, know he didn't have a, a short six or eight foot pass to a defenseman and just go high glass, and he did. Ends up bouncing over the stick of Ivan Provorov, and Atkinson goes in and gets the empty net goal. Um, so Hart, a very strong start once again. Uh, number two, um, let's talk about Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson. Sean Couturier hasn't played a game since December 12th of 2021. Cam Atkinson didn't play in a game the entirety of last season or preseason. And uh, both end up on the score sheet. Couturier in the first period at 333 in gets an assist on the Joel Farabee goal. It turns into a 2 on 0 and Wierenski kind of trips over the circle. And it's just a decisive, you know, give and go. You know, Farabee gives it to Couturier. Couturier gives it right back to Farabee. Farabee buries it. Perfect execution of a 2 on 0. You know, I said this on the radio. You know, years ago, the Flyers would be on a 2-on-2, and they'd end up without a shot on goal because both guys would be, like, passing it back and forth. No, you shoot. No, you shoot. No, you shoot. Nobody wanted to shoot. Well, you got to have a, a willing and able shooter. And the Flyers just go tic-tac-toe, boom, in the back of the net. All started on a breakup by Igor Zamula at the blue line. So, good play all around. Zamula makes a good read and gets the puck back up the ice very quickly. That put the Flyers on the board, made it one nothing. Then Jake Bean scored at 8:24, like I said, that tied the game. But I thought after that goal was scored by Columbus, when Jake Bean scored the goal, John Tortorella put out his fourth line of Ryan Paling, Nick Delarier, and Garnet Hathaway, and the entire next shift was played inside the Columbus Blue Jacket zone. It's about 42 seconds, I think, and the puck was in their zone the entire time. Now, hockey's a game of momentum, so it's all about getting momentum, keeping it as long as you can, and then when you lose it, do something to get it back as quickly as you can. And the big momentum swings are, you know, big hits. Sometimes it could be a fight, although that's a lot, obviously, less now in the game. Obviously, goals, power play, good scoring chances, hemming a team in. Those are the things that signify or or result in momentum. So Columbus gets the game tied, then the very next shift, that fourth line goes out and clamps it down and plays the shift in their zone, not letting them feed off the goal they just scored by getting right back on the Flyers and creating more pressure. So good, really good shift after giving up the tying goal uh, when Jake Bean scored. And, And the thing about it is, is, you know, two years ago, the Flyers gave up, it was either 17 or 18 goals within 90 seconds of when they scored a goal to either go ahead by a goal in a game or tie a game. And that's just a bad trait. You want to follow up when you score with being able to not give something up right away. And the Flyers kind of did the reverse of that. Even though they didn't score, they didn't let Columbus feed on the momentum of getting the game tied in their home building. So, 1-1 game at that point, 12:43. Travis Konechny with a really difficult shot. As a right-handed shot, he's moving across the zone to his left. He's on the left side of the net at this point, and he gets a rolling puck from Scott Lawton. Difficult to deal with the rolling puck, number one. Number two is your 
body's pulling you away and pulling you away from the side you shoot on. Very difficult, but he goes against the grain and is able to put it off the post and in past Burns Leakins, and that gives the Flyers a 2-1 lead in the game. That's how the first period would end. Matter of fact, that's how the game would be scored until very late. No goals in the second. Flyers outshot Columbus, I think, 14-9 in the second period. Get into the third period. It's a one-goal game. It's a tight game. Eventually, at 18-31, goaltender pulled. Cam Atkinson gets the empty net goal. The assist from Carter Hart. We talked about it uh, prior. Atkinson gets that, and obviously, that's a meaningful goal for him on a lot of levels. I'm sure that at points in Cam Atkinson's diagnosis, recovery, and missed season, there were questions in his own head about, am I ever going to get back out there? Am I ever going to feel right? Am I ever going to be able to play again? So to start the season where he played his entire career before coming to the Flyers in Columbus with a ton of family and friends in the stands, to get that goal, that's not your average empty net goal. That's an empty net goal that means more because of all the things I just mentioned. So great for Cam Atkinson to get that. Puts the Flyers up 3-1 to one at 1831. Columbus pulls the goaltender again, 1916, 6-on-5, which I'm sure the Flyers have not worked on 6-on-5 at this point yet. At Patrick Line in a great spot, gets it from Kirill Marchenko at two points in the game and puts it bar down on Carter Hart. Makes it a one-goal game. It's 3-2. Then at 1959.001, Travis Konecti picks up the empty net goal, his second of the game. Scott Lawton and Travis Sanheim. Sanheim starts the play, breaks it out, and the Flyers end up with a two-goal win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Konecti, two goals in the game. Lawton, really strong game. Two assists in the game. Good start for Farabee, who's looking to have a big bounce-back year playing with Sean Couturier and Bobby Brink. Obviously, Couturier and Atkinson both end up on the score sheet. Good start for Sanheim and a really good starting goal. Good D-zone structure for the most part in the game. So, Flyers come out of the gate with a very, very good performance. So, that's great to see. What does it mean? You know, look, go back the last nine years, the Flyers are 7-0-2 in their openers. I think six of those nine years, they didn't make the playoffs. So, it's one game. You'd rather start this way than start the other way. And it's a good way to get things going. Sean Couturier also in the game. Another good sign here. He went 10 for 10 on draws. But I think some of them were really key D-zone draws, especially late in the game after that icing. He played over 20 minutes. 20 minutes and 39 seconds of ice time. Had an assist. Was a plus three in the game. That's a Sean Couturier stat line through and through. That's what he does. That's Sean Couturier. Calming presence. All of that. Flyers got a 5-2 win last year in their opener against the Devils. They won their first three three games. So I'm not overreacting to it. It is just one game, but it is a good start. Now, also in this game, you know, one of my bold predictions were that Cam Atkinson would lead the Flyers in average time on ice. Still 81 games to go. I'll stand by my bold prediction. Unless... Travis Sanheim is used the way he was used tonight, and he was used a lot. You know, we wondered about Ivan Provorov's minutes and how they would be distributed. And we thought that it would pretty much be by committee, and and it may end up being that way to some extent. When you look at the guys on D, from the least amount of ice time to the most, 
Igor Zamula played 13.49. He had a minute and three on the power play and six seconds on the PK. 12.40 then, even strength. The second lowest uh, minutes played on the blue line was Nick Seeler, who played 14.43, 2.18 shorthanded, no power play. And then after Nick Seeler, it was Sean Walker, 19 minutes and 55, so darn close to 20 minutes. Then it was Mark Stahl, Sage veteran, 20 minutes and 14 seconds of ice time in the game, 3.15 on the PK. Cam York at 22.31, saw 57 seconds of, of shorthanded time and 3.38 on the power play, which stands to reason he's your top PP uh, point man. But uh, Travis Sanheim, 26 minutes and 17 seconds of ice time. Minute and a half, basically, on the power play, 3.24 on the penalty kill. And all situations, minutes eater in the game. I thought he looked stronger along the walls. I thought he played a really good game while not losing his ability, the offensive elements of his game. He ends up with an assist in the game, two shots on goal. Every Flyers player had at least one shot on goal in the game. A couple had three, including Sean Couturier, who had three shots, or excuse me, Couturier had two shots on goal. Atkinson had three shots on goal. Joel Farabee had three shots on goal. Um, Scott Lawton had four shots on goal. Travis Konechny, five shots on goal. And that's what you want from Travis Konechny, a guy who my bold prediction was would be more than a point-per-game player again this year, playing more games than he did last year, though, because he only played sixty games or 61 games last year and had 63 points. So good start, good individual performances, good team structure, all of it. It was all very good. For Columbus tonight, Ivan Provorov, uh, did lead them in ice time, 25 minutes and 11 seconds. Did play 424 of power play time. That's because Warinsky got hurt in the game. An unfortunate situation. He play, only played 1343. Uh, but Provorov did lead the way for the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Flyers skate away with the win. They got all the, the key elements you need to win in the NHL. Good goaltending, timely scoring, responses to being scored on, and good penalty killing, and they come away with a W. Great way to start the year. Great way to start the year. Yeah, they look very, you know, not game one of a season like at all. I'm not going to say it's mid-season form because it's not. And the opponent wasn't mid-season form either. Things will clamp down. But good performance by the Flyers. Good way to open up the 2023-24 season. We'll see if there's lineup changes coming up on Saturday. Maybe Rasmus Ristolainen is able to go. On Saturday, maybe Emil Andre draws in coming up on on Saturday against uh, the Ottawa Senators. You know, Zamula played 13:49. Do they try and get, you know, Emil Andre into the game for his first NHL game? We'll see. Um, does Bobby Brink come out and Tyson Forster go in? Does somebody else come out and Tyson Forster go in? Brink played 13, 13 minutes, 16 seconds. A little over two minutes on the power play. Had a couple shots on goal. Was a plus one in the game. Didn't do anything spectacular, but didn't make any egregious mistakes either. So we'll see what that means come Saturday. I think we're going to see a lot of variance in the lineup throughout the year. I just think that's something that we should expect throughout this season. Some veterans will come out. Some young guys will go in. and I think we'll see a lot of that this year. And, and I don't think that's a bad thing. So 
we'll see what kind of changes are made for Saturday. You know the old adage, coaches don't like to make any changes after a win. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't overcoach the situation. Well, I think this is a little bit different, um, considering where the Flyers are and, and the rebuild and all the things that go with it. So um, we'll see what John Tortorella and the coaching staff decides to do for Saturday. We'll see an old friend again. It'll be Claude Giroux and the Ottawa Senators coming up on Saturday at 1 o'clock. And then the Flyers will return home. Well, they'll start their home schedule coming up Tuesday when they face the Vancouver Canucks. And then Thursday when, how about this, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the Edmonton Oilers come to town. Woofa. It'll be a fun week of hockey for sure. Season's underway, though, and I, I'm thrilled about it. Good start. We'll see where it all goes. Don't get crazy after one game. It's just like if they would have lost this game, you can't go crazy the other way. So good 4-2 win. Good way to start the year. So very happy about that, and uh, Flyer fans should be as well. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Flyers Daily, which is presented by Ticketmaster, Make More Memories Live. So we'll be back tomorrow. We will preview Flyers Sends on a Saturday. It'll be our first weekend show of the season. We're going seven days a week. We don't take a day off. We don't take off Thanksgiving. We don't take off Christmas, New Year's, none of that. We do a show every single day. You can also now see the shows on the Flyers YouTube channel as well. So we'll have some interviews with players that you'll be able to see uh, when we do home games and all that. So there's a lot to look forward to there as well. But everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And we will talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers Daily. This is-